Welcome to the All 49ers show. We're the All 49ers writers, Grant Cohn, Jose Sanchez. Uh, it's Wednesday, which means it's time to look ahead. The last two, three days on this channel has been a lot of uh, emotional venting, which is fine. But now we got to look ahead. The season presses on. This is football. It's a, it's a brutal sport. We will have one topic looking back on the Lance thing, but we're not going to start with that. We're going to start with Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. If you forgot, forgot who he was. Jimmy! He's back, and now he's the quarterback again. And uh, if things go well, he'll be the quarterback the rest of the season. So, Jose, who benefits the most with Garoppolo starting? I'm going to have to lean with Debo Samuel because now he can actually be used as a wide receiver. <laughs> Look, I mean, it, they were already – I feel like with Debo, they were trying to force him into something he wasn't, which is – Go, Debo, go 10, 15-plus yards deep, which, you know, I wanted to give him a chance. I thought he had a chance. I thought he could do that on occasions, but it felt like it was being forced upon repeatedly versus just letting it natural. And I know we didn't see it too much in the first two games, which, but I, I, I just, I'm just judging for what we saw in practice, which I heard from practice, and that's the way it kind of looked like it. Like, they're trying to really put him into something he's not. Because the, the, the handoffs were still going to be there and the quick screens, whatever. But at least now with Garoppolo, now it's like, okay, we still have that. But, all right, Debo, go run the slant. Go run this shallow crosser, and then, boom, he knows Jimmy can hit him. So I think it's going to be Debo that benefits most of all. Well, look, the way I, I was going to go with Debo, but the reason I hesitated on that is that his 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 carries are up big. Yeah. And, like, I don't think that's sustainable. They didn't start doing this until they were, like, they had to last year. They were three but and five. But it's because or... Lance can't throw shallow. Remember that we were saying that too about like, hey, the, him in under ten yards isn't necessarily his it's game true. yet. So, but I, all I'm saying is like, that. all I'm saying is like, is Debo? Are they going to dial back the carries on Debo? Because if not, then this I, that's yeah. what I'm. I, they got to stop running Debo between the tackles. Otherwise, yeah. what happened? To, what, not what happened to Lance, but something bad like that could happen. You know, probably will happen to Debo if you because running backs all get hurt on this team and. Anyway, so um, if they stop running in between tackles because Jimmy's back, then yeah, I'm with you on that. But I'm I, I think they almost have to, and they're gonna keep doing it. They did it last year when Jimmy was. They've done it with both quarterbacks because Kyle apparently doesn't trust either one to throw the ball because Kyle can't develop them to throw the ball. I don't know. Um, I'm going with George Kittle. I thought about I'm going that. With George Kittle. I, I think uh, he's probably pretty excited um, that Jimmy's the quarterback again because Jimmy feeds him the ball. <laughs> He forces in the ball, right? Like Jimmy doesn't throw – like this is probably bad for – well, I, I'm not going to say who he's bad for. We're going to talk about that next. It's obvious. But while it's bad for someone on offense, it's really good for George because George runs routes where Jimmy wants to throw the ball. Not just wants to throw the ball, only throws the ball pretty much at this point. So this is great news for George. I think he was looking at, at maybe a down year as a, as a fantasy football guy. People are going to be upset that he was only getting two, three catches a game. Now he might be getting – who knows? I mean, he has weeks with Jimmy where he'll catch – He'll get 12, 13 targets. That's probably good for him. I can tell you nothing. right now, my cousin's pretty pissed off that George Kittle's on his fantasy team, but he kind of he kind of reached for him early. You know, I know you don't play fantasy, but we kind of go a little early. You know, same same concept, and then I still draft, I tried to but... tell people not to draft George Kittle. I mean, I was like, do you trust that? <laughs> hey, I'd I be telling him, I was like, you're a Niners fan. You you know Kittle as much as as much as these media people. Why are you taking him? I digress. I, you know what? <laughs> Kittle was. I'm sorry to see these TikTok videos of fantasy football people <laughs> being like, George, what's up, man? I'm trying. Hey, words that yeah. Three years in a row. 
That's why no, I said I, what I said this offseason. <laughs> if it's a third year in a row, people are going to notice, man. It's going to be your reputation. Just a smidge, just a smidge. But no, yeah. I, I, I had, I was kind of, I was like this with Kittle too. But I, I went to Debo strictly because of that, that, uh, the wide receiver usage. Um, that's probably is You're because right. why they weren't, I, you weren't seeing enough of it. I know you had eight targets in that first game, but I, I watched back that game. I bought like three or three of them felt like whiffs that were easy, like dump offs to him. Yeah. That like yeah. Lance just straight just shorted or over whatever he he, right. he messed up on that throw. And once and once Jimmy's in, all of a sudden it's screen 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 to Debo, yeah. right? Yeah, like you know so that's maybe if they can replace those carries with screens. That's a good thing. I'm, yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Yeah, so you know that's a lock for for that. So I, I just feel that now it's like okay, now Debo will will take two carries away and we'll give you two more routes to run. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, a screen is always preferable to a run between the tackles. I think the Niners just learned that. Like, hey, you just <laughs> lost Trey Lance. A quarterback running. Don't lose your wide receiver running in between the tackles. But don't do that. Unless only reason you run Debo Samuel between the tackles is like it's the Super Bowl. Or it's like some must-win game. Not week two. It was week two. It was the first quarter. I'm, we're not talking about that yet, though. I can't get over how and when Trey Lance went down. It was the first quarter of week two. Anyway, talking about Jimmy. Who benefits the least with Jimmy Garoppolo starting? I think we can agree on this one. Is it Brandon Ayuk? Yeah. You're gonna go with. It's Imagine if you Brandon Ayuk in fantasy football. Dude, yeah. they freaking. <laughs> oh god, no one does that. Yeah. Come on, relax. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you were talking about fantasy. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 all no. the little shots that Ayuk's taking at Jimmy in the offseason and stuff, like deep ball me. So how excited he was to work with Trey. How many targets a game you think? Ayuk's the whole offseason working together. Yikes! Kittle's back. Debo's back. They're like, Jimmy's gonna be like, I'm sorry, who? Brandon, who? Uh, I vaguely remember so you. Bad for Are you Trent never... Sherfield? <laughs> oh, no. God, Sherfield. No. Dude, I felt a little bit bad. Like, after the train injury, after, like, processing that, which, God, I, I felt so bad. It's like, dude, that sucks. I started thinking about, like, Brandon Ayuk, though. It was going to be, like, a great year watching him. He you he worked so hard. He looked like a different guy in training camp. I mean, the way he's, like, running his routes. I mean, he could still be great, good this year. I just don't think he's going to be great because you don't have that capability to go deep. Although, although. He He's going to run some amazing clear-out routes, though. Hold on. Just the best clear-out routes. They're going to be great. He did drop He's the ball when D Jimmy actually hit him pretty nicely for once. Yeah. Top five throw of Jimmy's career? It has to be. Or at least Here's the thing. Like, Jimmy needs to hit Ayuk down the field this year because Ayuk is ready. Ayuk's in great shape. Ayuk's done everything that he needs to do to have a good season. So they can't like, – look, look, look. Last year, they tried to blame Jimmy not throwing down the field on Ayuk. Ayuk didn't run hard enough. I didn't practice hard enough. No, Jimmy's limited as hell. And Jimmy has like a mental block about throwing down the field. Ayuk's done everything in his power. Jimmy better let it loose. Otherwise, everyone's going to blame him. No one's going to blame Brandon this year. Brandon. Poor Brandon Ayuk, man. Poor I mean, Brandon. Honestly, look, a second ago, we we're just talking about fantasy. What about people? What about freaking? What about freaking people who drafted him in fantasy football and just a hating? Because I used to tell people. Most of them people are like, hey, you might be a sleeper because Trey Lance and him got that huge connection. But now when you're IU, now you got to be relegated to, like you say, clear out routes or just something like within like 15 yards. Slants. Slants. I mean, and slants and digs. Slants and digs. That's all he Red zone slants, digs, and screens. He can shake his receiver pretty well. I mean, is his defender pretty well? Now IU has to play running back too because they, they, I mean, if you play wide receiver for the Niners, you can only run slants, digs, screens, end rounds, uh, jet sweeps. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's only three routes that, uh, you can run, so you have to you have to play running back. Unless they, they unless give Jimmy wants to start cutting loose, does he have the arm for that? I don't even know. Uh, 
anyone else that benefits that doesn't benefit from Jimmy starting? Um, the running backs gonna crowd the crowd the scrimmage, pretty much, pretty much. We- Although they've already lost two running backs, so it, it seems like they get hurt one way or another. But yeah, I mean their yards per carry is gonna go down. That's been that's been shown. And that's why another thing I don't get about Lance, like, hey, man, the benefit of having Lance on the field isn't him running. It's how everyone else's yards per carry goes up. His yards per carry was low because the whole defense was freaking out about him and focused on him. But Ty Davis Price was averaging five yards a carry. Jeff Wilson Jr. was averaging six yards a carry. Freaking Debo was averaging like 25 yards a carry. But hey, I digress. Um, Jeffrey says the team as a whole has improved from 2019 to 2021 defense is better. Jimmy has never had more motivation to play well. What happens after we win the Super Bowl? Oh wow. Wow. It's I love how the Niners um f- the, the locker room and their fans build themselves up every year that the same team and the same formula is going to win this year with no tweaks. That the, and that's what kills me about this locker room. There's no accountability. When they don't win the Super Bowl, it's always like we almost won it or man, they held Bosa. We got screwed or no one thought we would come this far. Like, no, you're this close. Make one change. Hold yourself accountable. Win the Super Bowl. But the whole locker room and a lot of the fan base is like, man, it's, you know, it's fluky. We should have won it. I hate that. That's a bad culture. That's a culture of um, not winning. That's a, not a championship culture to me. Yeah, I think I think that's a kind of proponent of the head coach because he's more yep. like system than just one player alone. So yep. I don't blame the fans for like resonating what the coach is trying to like push. <laughs> you know, it's only, it's only natural, I feel like. I feel that. Uh, Jesus says, Grant, how do I become a member? Love what you do, man. You need to become national. Thanks. I think, I I, I don't know. I think you got to do it on your laptop. I think you can't do it on your phone. But if you go to my um, YouTube page on your laptop, there's a thing. It's really clear. Become a member. It's like a dollar or two. We're going to Niner tattoo that matches Grant's. He'll automatically put you in. That was quick. I like Right here. This shoulder. Always remember. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about Lance and then we'll move on. Is it an overreaction to say Kyle Shanahan deserves blame for Trey Lance's injury? No, <laughs> no. This is this is quite this is quite a huge predicament we got here because this is the most split I've ever seen Niner fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I asked the question in in the post game presser, which I thought was fair to at least ask it. I mean, if they lost, you definitely got you had twenty questions about it, but they won, so people were like, didn't know what to do. I asked the question, and Rich Eisen like really came down hard on me, like they should have even addressed it. Kay Adams said I was a bitter pundit. I'm not bitter. I'm a nice person. Jose, why why do you think it's not an overreaction? I mean, it's not an overreaction because I know we've all there's already been so many stats like, oh, the, you don't know how many design runs, and that was an right, option right. play. Da, 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 da. You know, it's just the comparisons of Lance, the way he's being utilized as a runner. Is it is it good that he can be used as a runner from time to time? Yeah, sure. You can do that, give him that option. Yeah. Sure. But I felt like he was getting ran to the ground, yeah. even in the first game. First of all, it wasn't a monsoon until the fourth freaking quarter. Why do people forget that game? That game literally happened eight, nine days, ten, That's ten true. days ago. That's true. I was there. That, like, yeah. Revisionist history. Are there was there were three people? quarters where you could pass. Absolutely, absolutely. It ran. It rained really hard before the game, and from the fourth quarter on, you could pass for three quarters. And he did pass. He was eight for fourteen with a drop in the first three quarters. He was playing pretty well. People forget that there were more opportunities to go down Ooh, the field. Dude. Yep. So that's the thing that pisses me off all the time. It's like, hey, look, for three quarters, it was fine. You were there. I mean, I was watching on TV. You don't, you didn't have to be there to know it wasn't raining that hard, uh, like after like the first quarter a little bit, or like t- not even beginning. Yeah. Um, and uh, seeing another thing like, oh, Justin Fields threw it well. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I could have thrown Dante Pettis that wide open. Anyone could have in the stands. But I hate to talk about like you want to utilize his 
best strength. Yeah. Um, look at Jalen yeah. Hurts, all these players. Well, let's talk about that. First of all, is Trey Lance the same runner as any of those guys? Jaylen Trey Lance Hurts. is averaging 4.2 no. yards per carry this year. There are better options. Jalen Hurts has given you five, six yards a carry. Same with Kaepernick, Jackson. Lance doesn't do that yet. And you know what, Grant? Even even without the numbers, personally, like I those those are even great add-ons. Like to me, I watched these guys. Like, how can anyone look at Jalen Hurts? Russell Wilson even beginning, or even – well, not now because Russell's kind of chubby. But, but Russell in the beginning of his career, um, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, whoever else I'm missing, Kyler Murray, all those players. How can you say, like, look at those players and then they look at Lance? Do you think they're even sniffing the same realm of impact or style of runner? Look, all, all season I was doing over-unders, and mm-hmm. one of them was how many rushing yards Trey's going to have. Mm-hmm. You might have said over or some like a lot of people said over. I said mm-hmm. under because this guy is not a good runner. He looks awkward. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Draymond Green shooting threes where he's running with a backpack on. That's why I was telling people he looks like the, the he's the equivalent of Draymond Green shooting three with the backpack on. He is running with the football hung wearing a backpack. Just like he looks awkward. And when he takes a hit, it looks bad. Every time he took even last year, every time he took a hit, it looked awkward. The guy does not, he's not built for that. He he's good to run. You know, something to the right zone, give it to him. But why are we through the A-gap, through all that? I I wouldn't go that far. I feel like they just didn't put him in positions to get into space ever. They always ran him into a phone booth where, like, with, like, an eight – they were constantly running him into, like, eight-man boxes. What are you doing? That's the way I saw it. It's like – You think it's fast? What other quarterback is used that way? I mean, Cam Newton was used that way, and he was pretty much done by 26. It was a mistake to use him that way. Tim Tebow was used that way. Um, But, I mean, like – what I don't understand is uh, you were trying to develop Trey Lance to be a passer and you got him hurt running between the tackles. Mm-hmm. So now you can't develop Trey Lance as a passer. You've set back the learning curve because you used him as a runner when it wasn't even clear that that was the best way to use him. I mean, he wasn't, as you pointed out, he wasn't statistically effective running the ball. So it seemed like the threat of him running was more effective than him actually running. So why was he running so much? Exactly. And why was he running between the tackles? I, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and so you, I feel like it, you're wasting his development. Last year, his development. Last year was a waste. This year is now a waste. So now the development starts next year. It starts next year. It's not yeah. great. Think about it. Three years, four years now, whatever, how long it's been. It's like, what, what did you spend three first round picks for? Just for the fun of it? It's like, because if, and that's another defense other than look at these other running backs. Other defenses oh, Kyle, the team doesn't trust him to throw. It's like, <laughs> but you trust him to run? Sure, yeah. just because it's best strength doesn't mean it's like, you know. No, but it's not, though. But what you're saying is, like, they keep saying, oh, you got to do what he does best. That's not what he does best. I don't think he That's does not best. what he does. That, that's the key thing here. It's not what he does best. Statistically, it's actually what he does worst. There are so many better options to hand off to than to just have uh, Trey keep it himself. I think what he does best is throw. I like the way he throws off the five and step, seven step, uh, drop game like the deeper stuff the stuff down the field outside the numbers uh he's good at that he's not great at the three-step drop game so don't Mm -hmm. call it that's jimmy and that's why i feel like kyle is a system coach sometimes man you got a quarterback who does well in the five seven the five step drop the seven step drop and you can't figure that out and you're like well you gotta you if you can't do the three-step drop game then you gotta run quarterback power like really you're you're a quarter you're you're an offensive genius and those are your only options you've come up with i don't like it he was a good passer, and you drafted him to pass. You sat him to develop him as a passer. You got him hurt as a runner between the tackles. Silly. Silly. So, yeah, I think he's I think he's definitely culpable. 
I wasn't surprised that Lance got hurt because I mean, like I said, it's, it's not just because like he doesn't look like he, he's not an explosive runner. Even when on the scramble plays, if if say it was a, he's boot a tough action, runner, he's, he's a tough runner. <laughs> but he's he's, he's like twenty five pounds smaller than Josh Allen. He keep Kyle keeps comparing him to Josh Allen. He's at least at he least fifteen pounds, pounds smaller than than Josh Allen. He looks twenty pounds lighter in terms of like muscle, just built, just anything, just body frame. I mean, when Josh Allen takes a hit, I don't I don't like. I mean, I cringe because the quarterback taking a hit, but I'm like, he looks fine. He looks like he's absorbing them. He looks like he's freaking Dragon Ball Z taking hits against a lesser opponent. Versus Trey Lance is like, looks like he's getting flung around like a ragdoll when he gets hit. Like he ran well. It's like, I, I, I just, I, I can tell he looks like he's gonna get hurt the way he gets hit so easily. Also, I think the part of the reason he can't turn the corner and he can't get into space is because Kyle is the offense is too one dimensional. When Trey's in the game, they haven't really established the pass yet because Kyle's afraid to do it. So the whole defense is geared up to stop the run. Yep. And when Josh Allen's in the game, they're on their heels. They're worried about his arms. So all of a sudden, when he runs, I mean, there's there's just canyons. They're playing two deep safeties. If Kyle would actually like establish the pass and take those shots that were working in Chicago, there might be more space to there may his his leg is broken now. There may have been more space to run. I don't understand why you're like using him like a battering ram, open up passing, establish the pass first. The defense is ready for the run. They're not. Ex- Remember what what Harbaugh did when Kaepernick was in his first start. Yep. Pass, pass, yeah. pass. Get the lead, then run. Right it's open. They're not. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, and I think uh, <laughs> you, you hammering that point to do the pass. It's like, well, they don't trust him to pass. Okay, okay. Let, let's listen to. They don't trust Jimmy to pass. Let's see exactly. Let's let's say this is let's say that's true. Okay, wait. So you don't trust him to pass. So either what you're telling me is him sitting last year was a waste. So we were right, which yeah. no 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 freaking shit. Because yeah. what is he who's working on him? Who's working on my scout team? No one. Okay, cool. So thanks for proving my point on that. Yeah. Number two, did they overevaluate him or did you not develop him correctly? Right. And why aren't you giving him enough chances? Look, I, I get they even if you say he was running in the ground or not, it's like why in that situation? Why there? It just feels like it could have been avoided. And and I this is why this is why I sent you that screenshot that when I watched the game back the day before on Saturday, I I, I my takeaway was, hey, is Kyle running him into the ground because he right. knows he has Jimmy back there, and if he gets right. hit or hurt, like oh he'll miss a month's time. I can survive because I got Jimmy who can go in there right. and he's not, he's not anticipating a broken leg, changes. right? Yeah, but well, but he didn't anticipate the worst case scenario exactly. because you know it's like why do why anticipate it when I got this guy? All I'm saying is like look at Jalen Hurts in Philly. You he was a second round pick. He's not super talented. He's not big. He doesn't have a super uh, strong arm. He didn't look good his rookie year. Look at him now. Look what a good organization did with that skill set. What do you think Trey Lance would be like if Philly had him? I mean, he's a more gifted player than Jalen Hurts in every single way. I, he should be on that trajectory. But he's not because they wasted year one and now they're wasting year two and it's a travesty. And I know Niner fans don't want to dwell on this anymore because he's in the past and they got a root for this team and whatever. But like, yeah, before we move on, I just want to say that he should be Jalen Hurts plus right now. Jalen Hurts look great right now. <laughs> look, I'll say Sorry. this because I'll shame. say this because my cousin who shot oh, all the way. He, he, my guy cannot stand Kyle Shannon. So when that injury came through, he was like, yo, cuz you got to get this guy. (laughs) I get this guy. I was like, man, Kyle, I'm officially on your level cuz that I cannot stand this guy. I not say stand this guy, but I'm a little bit out on him after that, that usage. That was just, it felt like malpractice to me. 
again, that's just the way I view it. I don't, I don't, I just didn't like it. I think there could have been so many better ways to circumvent what happened. I mean, just real, we're going to talk about Kyle Moore later, but he's an offensive genius, right? But he's had three young quarterbacks in his life. RG3, Jimmy Garoppolo, and now Trey Lance. None of them got better under his coaching. The only co- quarterback that got better under his coaching was Matt Ryan, who was already a pro bowler. Already a freaking pro bowler. And they had Julio Jones. So for an offensive genius who's been in the league 15 years, he's lacking in the most important category for offensive geniuses which is uh quarterback whisperer right he ain't one he's like a quarterback like blaring in his ear like i ain't gonna do this he's not a whisperer opposite you know what was an indictment i thought too grant was uh jimmy said hey it's just like 2017 i I felt like no pressure nothing i'm like wait so what changed now so it wasn't necessarily just the injury it's kyle trying to like kyle's system kyle's system before i knew this this, do this Kyle's system is the problem, is what Jimmy's saying. For Once him. he said that, that pretty much like cemented it for me. It's like, God damn, that is pretty true then. It's just like, do what I do, and you can't make your own plays. When in that situation, Kyle's like, I don't care. You're an emergency quarterback. Do what you got to do. Apparently, you know? the quarterbacks have no freedom at the line of scrimmage. You have two plays. You pick between them. It's not like audibling or none of that for the 49ers. That's why I'm starting to be like more like I'm more like I'm more than arm's length away from Kyle now. It's like I'm like, you know, and I'm starting to take a little less from Jimmy criticism because yeah. versus like now because now Jimmy's criticism kind of lessens a little bit. Don't you think? Because I he agree. Backup, I agree. Paid significantly less. So now when yeah. he misses that bomb, it's like, Jimmy, oh, well, you right. know, what? you're not the starter and you're getting paid this much. So try it again, because that's I kind mean, of, I, forget. That's kind of the, that's kind of the harsh reality. Why a lot of us were being harsh on him in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. He can't stay healthy. Well, none of Kyle's quarterbacks stay healthy. They all get hurt. Look at Lance. He got hurt. I mean, immediately. And now Jimmy's playing. How long is he going to stay healthy? And then Brock Purdy will be up. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And I mean, again, play- like people say, it's not Shanahan's fault that his latest quarterback gets hurt. His All of his quarterbacks get hurt. How many times are we going to say it's not Shanahan's fault that his latest quarterback got hurt? Or is running I mean, back? Which it's right? all of them. And then if you just look at him, if you don't look at the big picture and you're like, well, it's just one play, I'm, I'm allowed to call this one play, then yeah, you can always make an excuse. But if you look at the big picture, you might think that there's a common denominator and his name is Kyle Banana Hands. <laughs> the Fawn says the other team's defense is going to benefit with Jimmy playing. Yeah, unless Jimmy changes his game and improves. Unless Jimmy 2.0 emerges at 31 years old. Is that going to happen? Maybe. We'll try to quality control him up. Cloud Stripes says thank you. I mean, here's money, so I say thank you. HBO says this team is not better offensively than last year. Same receivers, three less experienced alignment, injured players piling up after two weeks. Well, I don't know. Yeah, the defense is better, but this offense has been a work in progress for six years. The offensive line has a little bit of a better ceiling because, I mean, well, you get Banks kind of close to Lake and Tomlinson are better, cool. Center, a little bit of drop-off. Right guard, right guard can get better with Burford. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, Banks and Burford getting a lot of love right now from pro football focus, which is great. And I'm not poo-pooing that. They're young players who have played well through two games, but they haven't really been tested yet. Like Aaron yeah. Donald's coming in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. If they, I mean, the test comes in two weeks. We'll know. The test oh, wait, hold on. Week. Denver's defensive line. Who they, I know they got Chubb. Who they got in the interior? Well, I should know that. Uh, I think they got Jeffrey, Justin Simmons, one of those two. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah there we go. So the DJ Jones. What do you mean? Yeah, DJ Jones. So the test comes this week. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, 42 woo hit says, I'm just tired of Kyle Shanahan time to move on. Boomer bust. The thing is like, I'm not saying fire Kyle. I've never said fire Kyle for the record. Uh, what's intriguing is not this year. I know what's intriguing is he has trade value. I mean, the Niners don't have a first round pick next year. He's worth a first round pick. So if you, and 
What's great is him and John and the organization have built a really, really, really good roster. So it's not like 2014. It's not like moving on from Harbaugh where if you get move on, your option is Jim Tom Sula. I'm thinking some of the best coaches in the world would want to coach this team and would feel that they could win a Super Bowl year one, kind of like Steve Kerr did when he took over for Mark Jackson. That's the way I'm looking at it. So if, if Jed can get someone better than Kyle and get a, a pick for Kyle, that'd be something to think about if Kyle doesn't win a Super Bowl this year. That'd be something to think about. But I'm not saying he can't. Like Sean Payton be tricky to get. He you'd have to yeah. trade for him. I mean, there's gonna the Cowboys are gonna want him. You know, it's not gonna be easy to pull that off. So maybe they won't find someone better than Kyle this offseason. But if they can, you always gotta do what's best for the organization. Peyton. I think you only do it if yeah. you're in Peyton. Hey, why don't you trade Kyle for Peyton straight up? Yeah, trade him to Fox Sports. Because that's where he's at right now. <laughs> Go make him be a – the right. Go make him be a talker. I just feel like Sean Payton could keep his quarterback healthy. Sean Payton that's understands the passing game. I love Kyle and his running game, but you're not going to win a Super Bowl, run the ball 40 times a game in 2022. I mean, you know why? Because your running backs are going to get hurt. They always get hurt. And then, and then you're running Marlon Mack off the practice squad. Sorry. I'm sorry. It seems to be what happened next week from the running backs. Is someone else is going to get hurt? It's it's literally like the way the trend's going. He runs all of his running backs in every year, every year. Michael Young and his dad did it too. I don't know if people remember Terrell Davis. There's a reason he his prime only lasted three years. He ran the ball in that three year span like it was like an entire career in three years. He had like a thousand carries in three years. It was it was messed up. It was messed up. Michael Young says, Kyle said himself, Trey's in a running quarterback, but continue to call running plays for him. Trey's legs should be used more to extend plays and QB powers. I just thought, while everyone else was so freaked and, and, and concentrated on him running, don't run him. Have him hand off. Play action. Because that's what people aren't expecting. They sense your lack of confidence in his in his arm. So use that against him. Harbaugh would. Oh, come on, man. It's like the same thing with Denny Gray being out there. You yeah. just throw one out there of exactly. a streaker, they're going to they're gonna start to put that in their mind. You know what sucks? They didn't get one Trey Lance to Danny Gray throw this season. Not one. That sucks. He played two drives with him. Was he even out there for those two drives? What a waste, man. And they drafted him specifically for Lance. Josh says, I'm not a Kyle hater, but I was at the game and noticed he kept all the starters in on defense until the last 60 seconds, which I didn't fully get. Kyle doesn't do enough to protect his players from injury. It's not a point of emphasis for him. And then when players get hurt, he's like, oh, well, that's football. And the Niners happen to be the most injured team in the league every year, or one yeah, of them. You can't take out all your starters, but at least key ones like Nick one, Bosa, so one or two. I mean, Fred do Warner, something. Your yeah. players you can't live without Charvis yeah. Ward. There you go. I mean, you, you hold like, everyone out of practice anyways. What's what's yep. a minute of the game or two going to do? HBO says still don't know why on second and eight in the first quarter was it necessary to run your quarterback when you're running backs were gashing the D. Oh well, Kyle, just leave your phone number out here. Kyle will call you up and educate you. He's he's been on education junkie. Wait, wait, wait! Recently. I gotta answer him. Does he watch other games? Yeah, do, do you, you watch other games? Because that you watch other teams, really bro? tells me you don't know. God, goddamn thing! Oh, what an idiot you are! Rob Watson says Kyle said all the run plays went out with Trey. It's not uh, Trey or Jimmy. It's Kyle run, uh, wing T read option that players don't like. That's what Juice meant. Back to Niner football, no QB power gimmicks. I hate it when you said that, Jesus. I didn't like that. Okay, well, if he's gonna say something like that, he should really clarify it. He went to Harvard. He knows what he's he, he's in. He's in control of his other words he uses. He should and be when very they clear. Out there first, I was like, oh, I know why. Because he's a smarter speaker, and he's the one that ends up gaffing it. Yeah, seriously, man. V.O. Walker says, I just don't understand how, how the team and a fan base could have faith in a guy who makes the same mistakes over and over and over again in the big game. Yeah, and and he never takes accountability for his mistakes, which is why he keeps making them. I'll never get over the fact that 10 years apart, RG3, Trey Lance, it's like 
it's like man, it's like a Greek tragedy. Ten years apart, the same mistake. Wow, you didn't learn anything in ten years. That's crazy, man. To me, I'd like to think that I would. Aaron Chavez, Chavez. Oh, we'll go after that. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, after that, go ahead. I, I'll Jimmy G can't choke if Kyle doesn't put him in a position to. Nah, man. Both of them have their own. Yeah. They not, both of them never learn from their mistakes. Like how not using his best receiver, Debo, Jimmy just like being Jimmy. So it's like Jimmy just being Jimmy. They're yeah. like peanut butter and jelly. They belong together. They do. The regular Ryan says QB's been really breaking out in year three. Allen, Kyler, and Tua starting out, starting to get there. At this rate, Lance hits his potential in 2025. Jesus, yeah, because I don't consider right. last year as year one or this year as year one. These are like year zero. Year zero. Regular Ryan. I'm with you, man. I feel so bad for that guy. Has anyone Me had too. Like, who's Who's had like a really like another like terrible start like that? Alex Smith. But he was on. He was injured like three years like that. Yeah, it's true. Like injured, injured, like just not being able to play. Like just sat down. Like you didn't really play your. I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that's nuts, man. It's almost like I feel like like now it's like I'm hedging against this guy. I don't think he's going to have a great career at this point. That being said, I don't know if he's going to have a great career on the Niners. But if I were with another team, I'd be looking at this being like, "Mm, they're blowing this. He's a talented kid. They're going to be done with him by the time he's 24, 25. You might be able to get him on the cheap. Like, for example, Bill Walsh didn't get Steve Young coming out of BYU when he was the number one pick in the USFL. He got Steve Young after he got bungled by the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? He saw an opportunity there and got him for a second-round pick. All I'm saying, there might be an opportunity here for someone else with the Niners bungle list. They might be careful. They need to be careful and not just throw him away after they broke him one time. Just saying. Ahmed said saying it's not Kyle's fault is like saying he does not have an issue holding a lead late in games. The evidence is there for uh, both. Don't fool yourself. Yeah, but I'm sure Rich Eisen would say he doesn't have an issue holding late in games. I mean, there are so many people in like national media that will make excuses for Kyle because they know his dad. I don't even know why, but it's clear. Like he does nothing wrong ever and believes it. This guy says, Kyle Shanahan, I got three quarterbacks. I'm using three quarterbacks. Yeah, I got four running backs. I'm using you four. You want the platoon system, Grant? You're getting it. Same with running backs, too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tony says, how much better will this defense be when Jimmy Ward and Jason Verrett come back if the rest of the D can manage to stay healthy? Yeah, pump your brakes on Jason Verrett. He yeah, might, I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But Jimmy Ward, yeah. And also, once they start using Drake Jackson, too. Um, Double B Studio says, I can't believe it's Tom Brady versus a stacked AFC. I know, right? And the Niners and Jimmy G, who are you talking about? Well, put some Trey respect Lance on the Eagles. Saints. I believe I had them, like, in June or May when we were all talking. Niners better not trade Trey Lance, trade Trey Lance after three starts. That would be the dumbest thing I'd ever. Because you'd be tra- who would you get for Trey Lance at this point? Not three <laughs> first round picks. Not two ah, first round. No, picks. day three pick. I think someone would take a fifth rounder on them. Fourth rounder. Yeah, you I better think. not trade him at this point. All right. Yeah, you can't trade him. It looks embarrassing. You got to keep him at least. <sighs> Is there more or less pressure on Kyle Shanahan this year than last year? It's more now. It's definitely more now. Because now you have, like, everyone's proclaiming you got the better quarterback and than Trey Lance. You have the proven winner. He's 36-0. He's 100-0. Whatever right. they love to they love to grab the scepter and just fee-fi-fo-fum the ground and, like, letting everyone know how great Jimmy is. So, yeah. Yeah. you got him. You got, a proven, you got a proven guy there. You don't have to wait for development. So, Kyle, you have more pressure on you. You no longer have – and plus – you know, your window's already shrinking. You know, everyone right. wants to talk about, look, they can't develop Lance. Semi, you know, it's like, great, great style on the fence again, Kyle. We can't fully develop him. That's why we're running him. Okay, well, now you don't have that excuse anymore. You don't have mm-hmm. that crutch. You have your mm-hmm. win now team. And plus, if the reports are, if you're, if anyone's reading true on the reports that some players are feel like they have, they're improved now with Jimmy, 
you have to win now. There's more pressure on you, Kyle. There's there's no excuse. You have to make it. I think there's more pressure as well because with Trey Lance like not playing, there was always this uh, fantasy of this future. Like, hey, you can't get rid of Kyle because he's developing Trey meticulously in the background, the way the Packers developed Aaron Rodgers or the way the Chiefs developed Patrick Mahomes. And you have to see this through because Pat, this is this is Kyle's guy. Kyle wants this guy. And when Trey plays, he's going to be so fucking good. And you got to wait for this because Kyle's going to do it the right way. And then he finally played him, said he's ready. And you saw how you played. It was so discouraging because there was no passing. It's like you sat him on the bench for a year to throw to use him as a running back. So now the, that fantasy has gone that Kyle is going to turn Trey Lance into John Elway. I mean, that seems a little far-fetched at this point. He's going to turn him into Josh Allen. I, all of a sudden, it's like, does Kyle even want to coach Trey? Did Kyle ever want Trey? I mean, those questions creep back in. So now it's like, okay, so forget about the future. Forget about the future. Now you got the present. You got a great team and, and Jimmy Garoppolo, who you kept around mm-hmm. and wanted. So you're going to need to get over the hump. Now, if he can't win the Super Bowl with this team, it looks like the number one defense in the league, and his offense that he's been coaching for six years, how many chances does he need, man? This is not someone who's ever won anything in his life. If he had, I understand giving him more chances. But at a certain point, when do you look at him as like, this is Mark Jackson. This is a guy who's just never going to get over the hump. And I, with this roster that he helped put together, to his credit, how many other coaches in the world could win a Super Bowl next year with it? And if one of them wants to coach here, how do you not make the move? So, yeah, I think Kyle needs to show that he can win a Super Bowl with a stacked roster. He's a good coach, but a good coach wins a Super Bowl with the best roster in the league. Everyone says this is the best roster. Do it. I think Sean Payton could, and he might be available. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on this guy. That would be the only way I think the Niners should move on with Kyle ever. Other than that, you're not you're not moving a finger to – take him off the team because the options out there, I mean, you can probably end up with an Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you want to move for someone who's never done it. Like Ken Dorsey's intriguing, but he's never done. It. I think you're doing it because you get someone who's won a Super Bowl. That's yeah. what you know what I'm saying. I can't wait for Super Bowl roster with a huge. That's why, I, that's why I say Sean Payton. Like that's a, you know, an offensive genius with the ring. So that seems like an, an upgrade to me, but I'm not saying they can get Sean Payton. Sean Payton might prefer to go to Texas where there's no taxes, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, does he want to take orders from Jerry Jones? He'll he'll have autonomy here. I'd say he, yeah. he'd be more attractive here. He, he's, he's already made a San Mateo, man. I'm just saying, Jed, make it happen. You want to get that ring? Get him and get Aaron Rodgers. Zach says the roster isn't as. I, I mean, look, it's one thing. I never understood sitting Trey behind freaking um, Jimmy. Jimmy. Sitting him behind Aaron Rodgers? Okay, all right, fair enough. I mean, not even that. Aaron oh, Rodgers? Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. That's okay. That's like sitting behind Joe Montana. Got it. Fair enough. Uh, this roster isn't as talented as you guys think. Without Kyle, this team isn't in playoff caliber. Blame Lynch for drafting trans. Whoa, 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 whoa. Without Kyle, this team isn't even playoff caliber. You tell me Bill Belichick wouldn't make the playoffs with this team? Sean Payton wouldn't make the playoffs with this what, team. Is what is Kyle lovely. doing with the defense? The only reason Kyle hasn't been fired at this point is because his defenses have been legit for like three, four years in a row. It's the only reason. I don't know, Zach. Kyle's clock started uh, the minute Trey got hurt. No, I think so. it didn't. I think so. Fortunately, it didn't. My clock for Kyle started ticking. It's yeah, my clock. I just think he's untouchable. Like, I mean, it's the reality. I see it. I just don't see, like, it's 
it's good to point out because it should be like people who point out like, hey, should he yeah. be gone or should there be a case to be made like you? But it's like to me, it's like, ah, oh, dude. It all comes down to Jed's Jed's standard. Like, are you cool with being the Jimmy Garoppolo team that makes the playoffs and you know is in contention, Jed, or do you actually have aspirations to be a champion? Like, that's my question. Just probably looking Jed. at years before, like, yeah, I really gaffed up when it was up to me. I got Chip Kelly, I got Grant's yeah. best friend from UCLA, and then I got freaking Jimmy T. I, it could be a lot worse, significantly worse. You could be the freaking Chicago Bears. Yeah, but again, like, if you were to make a, I'm not, I'm not saying like if Kyle doesn't make the Super Bowl, and you're thinking like, man. He's never going to make uh, get over the hump. There, there are coaches who could. I'm not saying take it like go get Vic Fangio, who's never won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. that. But if if you could get someone who's, I'm not saying get Mike McCarthy either. And no, I don't, I'm not saying I really not. don't have a name other than Sean Payton. But again, like if you could call Sean Payton right now, he's not on a team. And be like, hey, what do you think? Do you like this team? Would you want to coach it? And he said yes. I mean, you at least have that in your back pocket if you're Jed. Jed, call, make a phone call, start finding your options. You know, you're, I mean, one. you're not married to Kyle Shanahan. You're allowed to call around and figure out what your options are. It's not your, it's not cheating on Kyle. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You just, if you're going to move on, just make sure it's like yeah. that because anything, anything even slightly less, you're going to get killed. Michael McCann not, not says, the field. maybe oh, true. But that is true. I, I agree. Michael McCann says, is Mac really slated for the number two over JP this week? Probably because Kyle's such a troll. Anytime I, you know people what? tell him what to do. Play Jordan Mason. Play Jordan Mason. The guy's never going to get played. Kyle is super stubborn. He digs in harder than anyone has ever dug. I thought about that, too. I was thinking already, like, is Jordan Mason even going to play? The worst thing that ever happened to Jordan Mason was us singing his praises. If we had just shut up, he'd be playing by now. But but Kyle's like, oh, you want me to? Oh, you you want me to play Jordan? Okay, now, Jordan, you're out. Definitely looks that way. Yeah. Irfan says, if Lance is ready for week one playoffs, who do you uh, who do you think would start? Also, could you ask Kyle if there is a possibility that Trey comes back this year? Um, He's going to give you. It should be Trey. Trey is the quarterback of this team. He went through the entire offseason. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, made a decision that he was the best option for the team. Don't go back now. You can't lose your job due to injury. It wasn't his fault. Well, would start. It's going to be Jimmy. They're going to keep, he's going to keep Jimmy. I'm banking it's going to be Jimmy. If, if Trey Lance says, oh, he's fully healthy week 17 or even before the playoffs, so they get first round by, they're, they're, they're going to rock with Jimmy still. Well, they'll just avoid it by saying he's not fully healthy, right? Yeah, they're just going to keep They'll just avoid it. R says, Yorks are a powerful family and knew what they were doing when they tra- uh, drafted Trey. They were willing to release Jimmy G, just saying. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, if the Yorks were excited about Trey Lance, Let's say I don't know how excited Kyle ever was for Trey Lance. I think he wanted Aaron Rodgers, didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and kind of panicked and did something else. But if the Yorks were all in with Trey, how do you think they felt seeing him get his uh, ankle snapped on a quarterback run between the two? How do you think they felt? It doesn't really matter what we feel. I can only imagine how I would feel if I were the owner and I had invest because it's his investment. It's really more his investment than Kyle's. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't think he's panicking because he's still printing cash because there's still going to be a huge draw. So he's probably just like, "Oh no, Trey." All right, yeah. well, what's for lunch tomorrow? What's yeah. Oh, like billions of dollars. Okay, I feel Rich better. MLB Studio says defense will have to hold teams to 14 points a game. Um, I don't know about that. But, yeah, it's going to have to be the best defense in the league. Uh, you could tell Ayuk worked with Trey all offseason. He looked so confused when that Jimmy deep ball hit him <laughs> in the chest. That's not funny. Yeah, Jimmy needs to keep pushing the ball down there. I think that, I, that was actually the, the my biggest um, positive from the game was how uh, eager and aggressive Jimmy was pushing the ball down the field. Now, he didn't hit – 
all of them or most of them, but he needs to do that so he can improve and do it in the playoffs because he's never going to win a Super Bowl dinking and dunking the way he has the last the couple last two times he's in the playoffs. And he's always been a momentum thrower to me. Yeah, like, if he gets a few, even even it yeah. lingers on games. He's like Draymond shooting threes. Like if he yeah, yeah. confident, he lingers on. The guy's literally a jump shooter. Where it's like that. That's the thing I hate. That's why I never trusted Jimmy other than his injuries. Like, dude, you need to yeah. literally get this guy on a heater and then. Yes. Yes. Fingers crossed it works on game after game because usually he, he's good like that. That's the best I, case scenario. I, I, I'm not saying he can't throw deep. We've seen him hit, you know, Sanders in, in the Superdome, Sanders against the uh, Rams. He's hit deep shots before, but, like, he missed the one in the Super Bowl and he lost so much confidence and stopped. He's like a he's like a basketball player who hit who missed a big three in a game seven and stopped shooting him altogether. Like, nah, dude, we're going to need you to sh- shoot the fuck. Sorry, we're going to need you to shoot five, six threes a game and live with the results. And that's what he needs to do this year. He needs to. Uh, dude, I just dropped a hard F-bomb. Jeffrey N. says, Talanoa Funga equals Troy Palomalu 2.0. Um, relax. relax. Chill. Hold on. Double B says, Kostaji's offense, first half, defense, second half. Is that because he runs out of his script and he has no more good ideas on offense? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about what do you think Jimmy Garoppolo has to do to win the Super Bowl this year? Uh, do what we just talked about right now. Try to push the ball a little bit more uh, forward, deeper, yeah. 20, 30 yeah. yards if you can. Yeah. I mean, look, I, personally to me, I don't think he has a great deep arm regardless. <laughs> and look, I, I just I just think if he could just take more shots than he's used to, which I felt like it was he was taking like one to two average, if that, I might be exaggerating. If he could just improve that to like three to four a game and just complete one or two of them, at least then defense is going to be like, okay, this guy's actually shooting from the hip deep yeah. and he's actually connecting on a couple. So now we got to actually put that in our minds. Like, God, right. this guy is actually sending it. Exactly. Versus before, it's like, it's like not only one is he not going to take it, but he sucks deep. But yeah. if at least if you take him. So let's just squat it. Let's just squat at the first down marker. Let's just, let's just all yeah. pack the middle of the field. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, all right, come back route, cross the road. Are you, oh, psych, I'm going deep. Boom, throws it. I mean, Cause look, we we did see Jimmy with a lot of time and try to shoot it to Ayuk. I mean Ayuk, you check last year to Titans and my God was that terrible. So terrible. it's like he yeah. is an inaccurate deep. I think he was one for ten down the field last year. It was terrible. It was yeah, terrible. So I think yeah. if he could just, I mean that's asking a lot because what does he just pull it out of his ass and only be good at that? I mean, but I just think at least you gotta yeah. you gotta try. You got you gotta yeah. try because that's what they expected from Trey. You have Danny Gray this year. And what are you going to keep doing with Danny Gray? Just run him on those crossers like he did, yeah. or in, like you did the last game. And you missed him on that. Yeah. I just think if you can hit those and just be a threat in that degree, you don't have to be like elite or even good. Just give them respect. Make the defense respect you to degree to make Kyle's life a little easier and your whole offense system easier. And I'm not saying he needs to uncork it 50 yards down the field, but like you know, 20 yards, 20 that 20 <clears throat> to 30 yard range. Because like right now Jimmy's pretty much 15 yards in it. That's it. If he could just extend that out to like 30 yards, it's open. I mean, they're not expecting it. And you got guys who can get open there. Debo, IU, Danny Gray, like just the same crossing routes that, that Trey Lance was hitting. Is that so much to ask? I don't think it is. I've seen Jimmy throw that before. I'm not a big Jimmy Garoppolo fan. I think the biggest reason I, I don't like Jimmy is two things. There's two things about him. He can't stay healthy, which may be a Kyle thing, and he won't throw deep anymore. Remember when there were uh, reports when Dan Cilio said he was going to – Tampa and there was a report immediately came out from Tampa like hot no way if he could throw deep he'd have two Super Bowls right now that's how the league looks at him yeah for whatever reason he stopped throwing deep teams don't want that you you have to have the threat of a vertical element in your passing game the threat of it you don't have to do it all the time but with Jimmy there is none if he could bring it out which he tried last week 
then the Niners do have a chance. But I'm not really that confident that he's all of a sudden going to be Tom Brady throwing down the field. But I'm open-minded. There's more, though. There's one more thing. He needs to hold himself accountable for his mistakes. He needs to. Yeah, watching him from Trey was night and day. I don't want to hear him talk about wee, wee, wee anymore. He needs to talk like Trey after I did this. It was this play. It was that play. It was I should have done this. He needs to do that because you're the leader of the team. And if you do it, then Nick Bosa will do it. George Kittle will do it. Mike McGlinchey will do it. Because the to me, the the culture of this team is no accountability. You know, we're we're the best even if we don't win a championship. We've never won a championship, but we're the best team in the league. And if we fall short, there's a there's an excuse. It's not my fault. It's so it's Nick Mullen's fault. It's someone else's fault. It's definitely not my fault. I don't like that. So Jimmy, take account of, hold yourself accountable for the, f- to be a leader, like Trey. Uh, yeah, we tried to hit hit Ayuk on the 18 yard pass. I mean, we just couldn't execute it there. For we just couldn't execute it as if maybe Ayuk did something wrong. Just, yeah, just couldn't get it done. On to the next play. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. So that's the, the second part. Yes, well, push the ball down the right. field. And you're going to hear it, and you're going to freaking like it. The thing with pushing the ball down the field, he needs to do it all regular season so that he's prepared in the, in the playoffs. And I think what you could argue is that he was actually hitting the throw in the regular season in 2019. Then he has that terrible Vikings game, and Kyle takes the ball out of his hands and shows him no confidence and basically says, don't shoot threes anymore, right? And then with the game on the line in the, in the fourth quarter, he's like, you need to hit this bomb. And, of course, an athlete's not going to hit it when you've already taken away their confidence. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, he's never t- gotten it back, ever. So that's partially, I mean, that's Kyle's fault. Kyle's such a bad coach. I'm so sorry. He's such a, he just kills his quarterback confidence. But if Jimmy could get it back in a contract year, that'd be great. I don't wonder if also Jimmy's going to play better. Well, before I get to that point, Jimmy was probably throwing that, not only because like it was just like, screw it, no pressure, yeah. but also because what, was that supposed to be Trey's game script? So, I mean, maybe if, you, maybe if you're Kyle, you, you're stealing five of those plays and put them into the Jimmy playbook, I hope. Do you but, really believe, though, that Kyle's game script conveniently went pass heavy right after the broken ankle? He, he uh, called four straight passes. You think Trey was about to throw four straight passes? No, hell no. no I don't. So I, I, don't I think know, because man. of the way the defense also could have played them different. Look, I, I wasn't really keen in on the game for a long period of time because, you know, I, I was already writing the game summary and then the news came out. So I kind of lost focus on the game for about a good two quarters there. Yeah. Um, but I would already imagine in my head, well, Jimmy's there. Let's load the box. We already know they're running anyways and let yeah. him throw. Let him beat us. So Kyle's like, all right, Jimmy, throw, throw, I'm saying throw. The box is loaded. You got single high coverage, man. Cut it loose. You got Danny Gray. Cut it loose. You can do it. Believe in yourself, Jimmy. Well, you think Jimmy's going to play a little better now that he has – now that he's, uh, he's in a contract here, remember? He's in a contract. In a contract you got now. nothing to lose, man. You got nothing to lose. Throw That's why I don't ball. think he comes back because he, he, I think this year I, I feel good. And I was like, all right, now I think he's going to build some – He's going to build some value and some team. Look, you think the Steelers are probably kicking themselves? They don't have Jimmy now instead of Mitch Trubisky? My God. D- didn't it kind of feel like he stopped throwing deep because uh, when he misses deep, everyone's like, oh, Super Bowl, Manuel Sanders. Oh, just like that when he misses. That reminds me of that throw. In the- it's like it's like a mental. He hasn't gotten over it. And he's like, if I, if I just don't ever throw deep, people will never talk about that anymore. Because that's the defining moment. Yeah. It's his defi- defining moment. And it's. I do. These players need uh, sports therapists, man. Trey, Jimmy, all they of them. Should, Can yeah. you imagine how much pressure they're under? These quarterbacks. There's a lot of pressure. They all need sports therapists, dude. Jimmy, you got to get over the phobia of throwing deep. You used to do it. It's Kyle's fault that you have this phobia. I give you that. But now you're in a contract. You got nothing to lose. Chuck it deep. What are they going to do? Bench you for Brock? Throw it deep. They're not. You you have to play. And if you hit, start hitting it deep. All of a sudden, you're going to get money next year. That's the mm-hmm. thing. People will be like, oh, Jimmy. 
New Jimmy. Jimmy 2.0. Son of a bitch. I'm going job opportunities. All right. What does Kyle Shanahan have to do to win a Super Bowl this year? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, not run his quarterback to the ground. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That, that, that's one. Too late. I, I, would, I would add to that his running backs as well. Two games, two running backs hurt. He, every year he gets his quarterbacks and running backs hurt. He needs to find a way to protect his quarterbacks and running backs. That's a really good – also, Debo yeah. is in that too because he's a running back now. So, yes, you got to keep those players healthy. I, of all the offensive geniuses in the world, he does the worst job of protecting his quarterbacks and running backs. The worst. I think – Shannon has to do specifically. I mean, that's kind of hard. I mean – for me to cite, because I really thought his best chance, which is the reason why they went with him in the first place, was getting Trey Lance up to speed. Yeah. What does he have to do? Make make sure his ceiling gets kind of, you know, not definitively reached because it was always yeah. going to be a long process. But now you have Jimmy there. It's like we're, we're kind of back to square one here. Now yeah. it's like, what does he have to do? Be perfect. Yeah. Be perfect. Keep Jimmy healthy. Keep, Keep him Jimmy healthy. upright. You haven't been able to do that ever, Kyle. You got because the one year you did, you actually went to the Super Bowl. If you can mm -hmm. keep Jimmy healthy, no Brock Purdy. That's what also keep Debo healthy. Don't run him between the tackles. If there's one thing we learned last week, it's that running between the tackles in the NFL is dangerous. And you probably shouldn't do it with anyone other than running backs. Because Debo, that's their job. <laughs> How did Debo get hurt last year? Did he collided knees or something? Or bummed his hamstring? I forgot it's what it was. It's really a soft tissue thing, but it, all it takes is one, man. And the more they give him carries between the tackles, the more likely it's going to happen one time. All it takes is once. I thought he got whacked in the leg or something, but I thought it wasn't because of like a non-contact. I thought he got whacked. I don't know. I could be wrong because everyone gets injured. I, I It gets lost in the yeah. shuffle. But, yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. it's just Kyle has to be perfect. Um, How do you save him? Jimmy, that's a huge question. And that's something that – that's why we can ask him or ask in, in general. And we don't have to answer it because we're not the coach. It's, like, it's on them to get it right, not us. So – for him, yeah. it I would think of look. I know he's not mobile, but you guys were doing boot action pretty damn well in 2019. You mentioned that was when he was healthy, and that was when he was throwing deep. Can we go back to that? Can we try that a little bit? I, I'm confused why that was so lost upon. You know the wide throwbacks, all those everything, just the boot action, the dump offs for the yaks, for the easy eight yard completion. I mean, whatever happened to those? Dude, Kyle, Kyle called a zone read for Jimmy Garoppolo at like the nine-yard line, and he got whacked. And it's like, dude, Kyle, don't do that. I saw that. That's one. what I'm saying. Like, don't do that. Why are you running Jimmy Garoppolo in, in at all, but you're winning in the fourth quarter? It, don't do that. You have to keep him. Let the running backs run the ball. That's what he needs to do. He needs to let the running backs run the ball. No Debo, man. That's, that is if you have to do it to win the game. You don't let him return punts, right? That's too dangerous. But you yeah. let him run between the tackles. So no Debo unless you have to. Let the running backs do their freaking job and let Jimmy Garoppolo encourage him to throw the ball down the field because you know you ain't winning a Super Bowl if he can't do that in the playoffs. Instead of crushing his confidence when he throws a pick, do what Mike McDaniel does for Tua. All Mike McDaniel does is be like, dude, you're hella good. I think you need to be more confident. You're not having enough fun when you play. What? Did you watch that video I sent you with McDaniel? Yes. What, he, what he's popping yeah. up? I was like, you're not having enough damn, fun. You, how does he work confident? Where Kyle's the opposite. He's like, you're having too much fun. I think you're trash. He didn't say that. But it's like, he's like the negative voice on your shoulder where McDaniel's like, no, he's the positive uplifting. Be that guy. It's Be almost that not guy. shocking why Tua went for six and almost 500. It's like, I mean, look, I'm not trying to give him 100% of the credit. It's just worse because he still has got to go out there and execute it himself. But I mean, it's Is tell Tua me that, that much like, better than Jimmy? You're down 35-14, and some words will help you because you could probably yeah. feel like this is over. I suck, whatever. And McDaniel's probably like, 
get your ass up. Come on, get it out there. You can do this. Yeah. All this stuff. That's yeah. what you need. That's what every yeah. coach needs. That's what every person in life needs. That's what like, everyone, you can't that's be what the person that's gonna like, you know, curb stop you when you're on the ground, man. Come on, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, you can say that Jimmy's never been the same since Kyle took the uh, ball out of his hands against Minnesota in that first game. He's never played with confidence um, since Kyle did that to him in a playoff game, ever. Yeah, because that game before against Seattle, he was amazing. I think that was his best He was. Ever. He played he with confidence. Down the, that, down the stretch in the regular season, he played with confidence. He was throwing yeah. – if he could, if they could bring that guy back, they, they have a chance. Kyle, Kyle neutered Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs, and Jimmy's <laughs> never been the same. He did. It's Kyle's fault. Um, I got more. Kyle needs to hold himself accountable for his mistakes. So we talked about that with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I feel like this is, it's Kyle's fault because Kyle's the coach. Kyle sets the tone. He's the leader. And when Kyle never holds himself accountable for his mistakes, then, then the other people won't either. The, the, the quarterback won't and the defensive end won't and the tight end won't. All the guys who think they're good and above it and they keep passing the buck down to players who aren't really de determining wins and losses. Did he hold accountability in week one after all those penalties? No, he just said, we, you know, we, we have to do something. It's like, yeah, you've been saying that for years, man. That's why I know it's crap. Cause it's like, to me, it's like, you, look, the penalties Greenlaw was on one that day. And some of the other players too, it's like, all right, the players for sure. They're the one that's committing it. But what do they always say? If you're coaching it or allowing it, I mean, if that means you weren't getting your guys ready, they were over there way too hyped up or way too like thinking put on mm -hmm. airs, whatever they thought they had mm -hmm. that game in the bag. So that, yeah, it's on you, Kyle. So that accountability is perfect. And, you know, you mentioned the train injury. We already talked about the train injury, but I was thinking too. I had a lot of time to think about this. It's like he holds out Nick Bosa, George Kittle, and whoever else out of practice half the time in training camp because he doesn't want them to get hurt. But when it comes to this quarterback, Trey Lance, let's just run him into the ground because we don't care about him getting hurt, or we don't. That's, think that's football. It's like you're in practice where he's not getting that's hurt. Football. Is that hypocritical? Yes. I think it is. Yes. Or that's right. delusional, or that's yeah. That's just I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe I'm the crazy one here, and I just I don't know. This probably because like with real. these guys, you're trying to avoid injury. With Trey, you don't do anything to avoid injury. He gets hurt, and you say injuries are unavoidable. It's football, so Same you can't thing. have it both ways. You're absolutely right about that. But I want to say this whole thing about holding yourself accountable. This is again my. This is how I feel the dominant characteristic of this culture, this team, a good team that doesn't hold itself accountable is Kyle Shanahan's fault. And why I like Trey Lance so much is that he holds himself accountable and he's going to be the leader of the team and he can change the culture and changing is what they need to win a Super Bowl. But this team doesn't want to change. This team wants to prove that they've always been good enough and that they were good as is and that Jimmy's a part of that. And that's why they rejected Trey because Trey represented them being wrong. You guys aren't good enough. We got to change the system. 49ers football, whatever you think it is, isn't good enough. We got to be different. And they didn't want that. There's still, there's still the revenge tour for them. 6.0. We were good enough. I don't like that. They're not committed to doing whatever it takes to win, the, to win it all. They're committed to, to doing what they can do. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out, they'll say, hey, you know what? We should have won. I think. Hold you know what? <laughs> we're talking about. I think I think because is that our last question or other than the other questions we got? We got one more. Okay, we got, we got one more. more. The well, Broncos. Gonna... Oh, the Broncos. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rent store six point. Vo Walker says, "Remember, Sean Payton doesn't believe in Trey though." And shout out to two Bay Area G's. Keep it up. What he said was, "I believe Jimmy's going to be starting at some season." That could mean he didn't like Trey, or he could. That could mean, look, I've seen what Trey's done under Kyle Shanahan's uh, coaching. There's been no development there. Who knows? I mean. Sean Payton thought he could develop Taysom Hill into Steve Young. So maybe Sean Payton feels like, you know, 
I yeah, I know how coaches think. If I were his coach, you don't really know how he feels. Plus, he, he's hold on, he does have the same agent as Jimmy Garoppolo. <clears throat> they have the same freaking agent, Donnie. So plus, he's only reacting to what you know what the Niners created was keeping Jimmy in the first place. You don't right. keep Jimmy in the first place. No one's talking about that. Now it's possible he doesn't like Trey. We just don't know. You can't read into it. <clears throat> Double B Studio says Niners keep oh keep up the great work, Grant. Thanks. If you look at the schedule, which game in your opinion will test the Niners' talent? I guess the one coming up. Uh, the Rams test them test them for the first test. Yeah, the next game. How about uh, Tampa when they finally because the two best teams in the league could be Tampa's hell late in the season. What's that? Tampa's hella late in the season. That I'll is take the Chargers season. before that game because the Chargers are the most yeah. loaded team in the, in the probably the league talent wise. Talent wise, they took accountability and the team turned on him. Trey took accountability and the team turned on him. That's true. We don't do that here, Trey. We blame. <laughs> Deontay Bright says, I think Kyle ruined Jimmy G. Kyle micromanaged the hell out of his quarterbacks. He would have been uh, mishandled Mahomes, Watson. I would cook uh, if I was Jimmy G. F. Kyle. I think there's something <laughs> to that. I, I, I feel like as we – we this is year six of, of Kyle, and he's gone through so many quarterbacks and running backs, and I think it's starting to see like we see a common denominator. So prove us wrong, Kyle. Win the Super Bowl. Tell me I'm wrong. <clears throat> Jimmy always gets hurt, Brock or Kurt. I can't believe they signed Kurt Bankert and not Cam Newton. Is that official? That's that's another thing. So Kyle drafted Trey Lance and people thinking, okay, so this signals a shift for Trey, for Kyle. He's changing his system. He likes mobile quarterbacks now. No, he didn't get Tyrod Taylor. He got Nate Sudfeld. He didn't get Cam Newton. He got Kurt Benker. Where the hell did Trey Lance come from? Kyle never changed his system. He just like, all right, we're going to run some read option, but basically I'm not changing a damn thing. What the hell did he, how did he get here? Never. I'll never understand that. I'll never get it. The world may never know. Me nee says, do you think the better Huff does this year, the more uh, it depreciates Jimmy Ward's value and chances of extending him? No. Probably. I mean, nothing against Jimmy Ward, but he's a 31-year-old DB. I mean, it's tough. If I, they, think it's just, I think yeah. Ward's – yeah. I think Ward's value is just going to – it's just going to be his own thing, not Huff's. But let's see how Ward plays when he comes back, you know? it's We'll see. I'm sure they'd love to keep him. It's just he might – what I'm saying is he might get more money somewhere else. The Maybe, Niners yeah. have paid a lot of money to a lot of people. I'm not saying he's not worth it. He might get more money somewhere else. Also, I love Jimmy Ward. Josh says, uh, say he does throw deep this year and is successful at it. Where do we go from there, especially if he wins a Super Bowl? Then all of a sudden you have a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, you probably keep him, right? It, it, you probably, that's a good thing. If he can stay healthy and throw deep. I think they still let him walk. Maybe. But all of a sudden it's like, that's what you wanted. <clears throat> that's what you, you brought in Trey because he missed the throw to Sanders. If all of a sudden he can hit the throw, great. If he'll do it, it's what you want. V.O. Walker says, and I agree with everything your pop said about George Kittle. I've been saying that since day one. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Double B Studio says, Jimmy and Kyle both have nothing to lose this year. Kyle has a lot to lose. Kyle has Jimmy a does. lot to lose. <laughs> Dustin the Gale says, my bad if you already covered this. If Lance becomes healthy in 10 to 12 weeks, who do you think will have the starting job? Skip if already covered. I think it should be Trey. No questions asked. Jimmy! We'll see. I guess it depends. If Jimmy's the same, Jimmy... It should be Trey. If Jimmy, if there is a Jimmy 2.0 that comes out and starts throwing down the field and and is like a legit top quarterback, then I guess, yeah, you stick with Jimmy. But I don't is really Jimmy expect Jimmy 2.0 to come. Is Jimmy going to be healthy by then? What's that? Is Jimmy even going to be healthy by then? That's my, that's my thing. In 10 to 12 weeks, is it should, should Trey replace Jimmy or is it should Trey replace Brock? That's my question. If it's anyone but Jimmy, hell yeah, he's replacing him. Jimmy's where it's I am. two weeks and they've lost one quarterback and two running backs. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> Eddie Marco says fire Kylie costs us Super Bowl, not Jimmy. Starting to look that way. <clears throat> Although they are kind of 
to uh, peas in the pod. Please tell me Kittle is playing this week because if not, then he's not the best in my opinion. Her way too much. I would bet he's playing that he's playing this week. I would bet that he is. Benjamin Brandon Harris. Brandon Harrison. I can't read. Worried about RB injuries. Two running backs in two games. Yeah, you should be. Kyle doesn't use a rotation. So, okay, so this week he's going to give a bunch of carries to Jeff Wilson Jr. And Jeff Wilson Jr. is eventually going to get hurt because he overuses these guys. And then he's like, oh, it's football. Same thing last year. Remember, it was literally week three going into that Green Bay game. There was, Trey Mason was – I mean, Trey Mason. <laughs> Trey Sermon was a starter. Josh Wyatt says, please ask Kyle if the inside read option was a normal football play that was a big part of the offense. Why wasn't it run in the preseason? Oh, that is such a good call. <laughs> that is such a good call. You know what, Josh? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stop because I'm the only guy in the Bay Area asking these questions, and it's like I'm it's making me look like I'm bit, like a bitter pundit. I wish my uh, colleagues would help me out on this one, but um, that's a great point. Like if you're saying it's it's not inherently dangerous and you can run it any time and it's like any other play, then you would have run it in the in the preseason, but you didn't because it's dangerous. Oh man, Josh, smart dude. Dangerous, like and they also don't want to put it on tape. I'm gonna I don't, I push back on that one. You're not gonna show like the goods your secret weapons, whatever you want to show. like Sure, that. but you don't run your quarterback in the preseason. You don't. Yeah, that's an, that's an added. I'm not you saying don't. that's, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm also adding. I that's think true. That is true. You that, don't there's show multiple everything. reasons. There are. You're right. Okay. Don't look at my quarterback wrist. It's secret. That's true. Okay, the Niners are facing the Broncos, but more importantly, they're facing Russell Wilson, who um, frankly always beats them or almost always beats them doesn't matter what kind of team he has, really. Like, last year, he beat him twice with a terrible team in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Now he has not a great team, not a great team in any stretch in Denver, but a better team than he had last year in Seattle. So what do you think the key is to the Niners beating Russell? Russell. Dangerous. Uh, I think the corniest the quarterback in the league. In Seattle, because I, I really think they got that Puff the Magic Dragon voodoo going on when he was over there. So now that he's out of there, <laughs> you got that you got that wizarding way away. Uh, look, I think, honestly, I think it's a – Russ looks stinky his first two games. Actually, no, I guess Seattle, he was he was cool. He was, he was pretty fine. But I watched back – I need to finish watching it back. The first half of that Houston-Denver game, he was not good. You, you know what? He, he had a nice, sweet uh, fade throw to Judy, Court and Sutton. Sudden, hmm. uh, to the end zone, to the goal line, that was sweet. But I, thirteen of forty-one last week, nine points. Oh, 16 points and a win. Yeah, thirteen of, fourteen of thirty-one. I, I can't read fourteen of thirty-one. Struggled, they struggled yeah. against the uh, they struggled against against the Houston Texans at home. Yeah. Um, and I I, I just don't because I think Hackett, you know, is kind of a part. Look, Russell was already on the downward slope of his career, and I think Hackett's another one who's like bringing them down at the same time. Um, I think the Niners. They, at this point, you have to – you already know who you're going up against them. The guy always – he's pretty much been their green ripper. So I think what you got to do here is just <laughs> try to God. That's the only thing you got to do is pray. I mean, you got the corners for a reason, right? Charverius Ward, you know, Huff is everywhere. I think they'll have better luck because they don't have the same receiver core that Russ has been around. So that's one thing. And Because I, I, I'm not going to say they're going to contain. They don't contain. So pretty much that's just it. It's just you got the corners. You got them better. And you're playing against a, a lesser team. And I, I think it's a lesser team because of its hack and wrestles. This don't look good. I think he's going to look magical for some drives, but I think overall the Niners are going to actually look good against him for once. Um, Here's the thing. I'm going to talk about Wilson in a second, but the, the way the Denver Broncos are going to win this game is running the ball. They have a good rushing attack. They're averaging 4.9 yards per carry right now. Those two backs are good. Those two backs are really good. And 
I'm still a little curious about the Niners run defense, although it's, I mean, they just shut down Rashad Penny and stuff, but like, this is a real offense with a quarterback and like, it's a, you, you can't just load up against the run like you could last week. And I'm curious to see what they do against this rushing attack because without DJ Jones, I thought like Kinlaw and Armstead are both plug in the middle, but they're not getting in the backfield the way DJ Jones was. They're not making the impact the way he was. And they really haven't been tested yet. So I want to see what they can do against the run. But then when it comes to Wilson, he is the type of quarterback that can beat the Niners defense. And Justin Fields is too. You don't have to be a great quarterback, but if you can just get out of the pocket, if you can get away from Nick Bosa and extend the play, make it go three, four, five, six seconds, all of a sudden there's opportunities. And especially now with Talanoa, he's money. He, he jumps on things quickly. But if the play goes long, he'll just start chasing things. So there's opportunities to get big plays if you can extend. The, he's been doing it forever. Does he still have the quickness to do it? He's 30 freaking 34 no, now. That's one thing I, I don't know. Like, like, he can do it. Tyler can he's do chubby it. too now, dude, yeah. man. He's really chubby. He, he doesn't really spin out of the pocket. Like like he used to. You know what I'm talking about? Like, so like yeah, Eric Armstead's coming in for the sack from the he edge. The, what? Yeah. The, the spin out. He doesn't do the oh, hey. spin out against the Niners have a chance. Fields can do it. Kyler can do it. Russell could do it. If they let him, because here's the thing, anyone can do it against Eric Armstead. Anyone. So if Armstead comes in and, and dives it at Russell Wilson's ankles, that's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. But you know what, Grant? I think Don't I took it. away from Lance's – I mean, Lance's. Jesus, I'm bad with names too today. Uh, Russell Wilson's <laughs> huge, like, offseason last year is – I think he, he really wanted to leave because he doesn't want to be that, like, scramble. He really wants it to be a pocket quarterback exactly. now. I'm looking at it. His numbers right away, now. He's not running at all. Articles. That's what it sounds like. Because I'm not sure he's really even watching. I mean, how much did he scramble even against Seattle? I don't recall. I actually watched that game. He's run the ball three times for five yards this year. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He wants to he be in the pocket do it But I'm not saying for him to scramble. I'm saying for him to just get out of the pocket. No, yeah. And that's always with long throws he 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 creates, not from the pocket. Usually. That's true. Yeah. 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 But that's also what, what what's killed the Niners too is his ability uh, to keep the – Travel life, even if, if, right. if he is just staying in the radius of the pocket, like a good like five, five, eight yards where he initially started. Because I remember that, uh, I remember the, the beginning of the comeback against the Niners in the home game last year. He was, he they had him dead to rights. He's still alive. He's getting hit. And he just chucks one to Lockett and Lockett's there or Mick yeah. Capora was. So yeah. I, 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 the thing, I, like, I think they'll be good in that way because I think he that's his mindset now to not do that too much and the way the offense has been created for him. So I think they have better success. And honestly, I think the fact that now, <laughs> They got that symbiotic relationship out between him and Seattle that now it's like, all right, the magic's gone. That's like officially on the trophy case in the mantle. That rush is gone for the 49ers. They just beat the four, they just beat Seattle easily without him. So why? No Russell. Okay. Now Russell's here. Let's see. Let's see how you are without your own team, Seattle, who's been, you know, our own bad juju. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the Niners defense can dominate all game and hold the, the Broncos down. But if the Niners offense lets Russell Wilson hang around, he'll just make those one or two plays in the fourth quarter and you'll lose. And we've seen that. Like, how many times have the Niners outplayed Russell Wilson and lost? That's what happens. So that's that's the way I look at it. You know, I, It's not good enough to play dominant defense in the first. We know the Niners are going to dominate this this offense for stretches in this game. And, and Denver's going to look bad. But that's not good enough. you got to play a whole game. And you got to be disciplined and keep Russell Wilson in the pocket. Eric! Eric, I'm talking to you. You got to play discipline and keep Russell Wilson. The, don't dive. What I don't get about Eric is he comes in on like a stunt around the edge and he'll dive he at the quarterback's ankles. Like, why would you just stay on your feet and don't? He wants to sack so bad. He wants dude. to sack so bad, which you're not. Don't get it. 
just keep the guy in the pocket. It was, it'll be third and 10. You're, you're going to get off the field. Don't be selfish, Eric. Uh, that, yeah. A situation like that, I, I, I yeah. kind of drop, it might not be the same, but equivalent of like when a corner picks the ball in the end zone after like the quarterback threw it from his own 40. And it's like, no, you shouldn't have picked it. It's yeah. just, you should have created corner over downs or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, I want the pick. What are you going to tell me? No, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Barry Baller 18 says, shout out uh, La Tapatia hey. and South City as a whole. Do you know Barry Baller 18? He's from South City. A little uh, bit older. Than I, oh, is he? I do not Eric know. Eric Price. What high school did you go to? He wanted to know. Uh, he can talk to me about it. I'm not gonna let everyone know. I, 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 I live my personal, I live my personal business like that. Other than this, my family restaurant, uh, my not bad. my family, but it's my my uncles and everyone's, but I went to Bishop Odell high school in Oakland. I just want people to know, rep it. <laughs> Wherever he went, he's not trying to rep it. Jack, John, Jack Jackson says, will speedy Danny Gray get any love from Jimmy G without trade? The, uh, gray draft now is a waste. Agreed. He better. He freaking yeah. better. That's what I was thinking of too. It's kind of a waste. He better. Now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Thanks for watching. This is I'm Grant for Jose, who went to a mystery high school in South City. Thanks for watching. Oh, just because I live here doesn't mean I went there. Good point. Maybe that's why I didn't say. You know why? I think it's because Jose went to a, a private school. He doesn't want people to know. Glass half full guy says, "How do I you feel about what?" There you had it. You went to Sarah? No, no. How do you feel about Niners D line versus Broncos O line? Oh yeah, that's we got. We're gonna we're gonna we gonna learn. We all learn today. We'll find out. What I'm Justin Simmons? For that matchup. That's gonna be my favorite matchup, to be honest. What's the dude's name? Is it Jeffrey Simmons or just is Jeffrey Simmons? It's one of those two. I think one of the Jeff. Simmons. It's Jay Simmons. We're calling him Jay. Because they have, I think, I think their own safety was good as Justin Simmons. So <laughs> in the same team. Hold on. Hold on. I, yeah, look that up for me. Because I'm I, I thought then they get that. Ain't no Simmons be, on this I team. could be making this up too. I know they have a Justin Simmons who's a really good corner. I mean corner. Safety. God damn it, my names are all over the place. Jeez. You know why? Because I haven't had my coffee yet, bro. Jonas, Jonas Griffiths starts for them? Jeez. Okay, they have Randy hey, Gregory and Bradley fine. Chubb. They don't have Justin Simmons. They have Caden Stearns and Kareem Jackson. Who's Pat Sertan and Ronald Darby. Oh, they got some serious corners. Oh, Debo's got, a, Debo's got his hands full this week. Good. So that means that Kittle's going to have to go crazy. Oh, yeah. So Kittle's going to have like 15 catches this week, and everyone's going to say he's great. Oh, God. <laughs> Kittle week, Kittle week. Bet they do you. have a Justin Simmons. Do they? Is he hurt? What's his deal? He might be hurt. He said he played in the he played in the Seattle Justin game, Simmons. but he doesn't, yeah, have his, he doesn't have stats for. Yeah, that's what I thought. Tom Compton who's on pup. Uh, how are they going to win without Tom Compton? Justin Simmons is, is a safety though. He's a He's really great. good safety. Where's Jeffrey? Is Jeffrey Simmons on Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. See, Kyle Shanahan's like, see, he doesn't watch the rest of the league. Yes, I do. Flave says, um, compare Jimmy's 2019 stats with Ryan's MVP season. Biggest difference is Ryan had 100 more attempts. Kyle needs to pull out his wedgie and throw it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's let's compare him real quick. There's a reason. I like, like, I like when there's a question, a comment, that comes up and just puts like a little like, pull out the wedgie, man. Like, like hold, hey, on, hey, hold on, give hold us on. a little, give us a little sprinkle, little, little funny sprinkle. It's funny. Just a second. Let me let me because there's what I, I want to get the stats up before we move on. So Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019, his touchdown percentage was 5.7. That's nice. His interception percentage was 2.7. Matt Ryan in 2016, his touchdown percentage was 7.1. That led the league. His interception percentage was 1.3. Okay, so there's a difference. Okay. There's a difference. I understand why they didn't throw the ball a bunch with, with Jimmy because it, not a lot of reward, high risk. Not a lot of touchdowns, a lot of picks. 
Matt Ryan's a lot different. It was like three to one. So Jimmy, it's on Jimmy a little bit too here to like be better. Stop doing picks. That case was made even. That was my first year covering the team. That case was trying to be a maiden, but I, I, I think the leap was supposed to happen like year two. That that was when I thought Jimmy was going to be better. And I, I was still like a believer, like, hey, Jimmy could be fine. Let's give him time. And then majority of 2020 came. I was like, you know what? People might be right about him. <laughs> In terms of like yards per attempt, I feel like Kyle can sort of manufacture that with his scheme. I mean, this Nick game. Mullins, Trey Lance, I mean, all Jimmy Garoppolo have all been towards the top of the league in yards per attempt. But what he can't manufacture is a quality TD to INT ratio. I mean, that, that's kind of separates the good quarterbacks from the mediocre ones. And Jimmy's always had a below a below NFL average TD to INT ratio. So Jimmy just needs to fire it and look at the field. Because there's so many times where people look, well, there's, I see all 22 taped, and it's like, what, so Jimmy, the guy's doing jumping jacks, and you're over here looking at the other side of the field. Barry Baller says you got to know the Contreras family then. Papa Serge. Doesn't ring a bell. Which Contreras? Jose doesn't want anyone to know family. where he's from or what he actually does with his life. Which I, <laughs> no, I, I know A Contreras family. Okay. I know A All right. All right. The show's over. Stop donating money now. Thank you for watching. We're going to see what Nathaniel Hackett has to say and Kyle and Jimmy. We're never going to see Trey again, are, are we? Never again. No. no. He's getting traded. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tonight, late night, 49ers. After dark. After dark. After dark.